Hello everyone, welcome back to The Crown IRL, showing you the crown working in real life to the women who wear them. My name is Shelby Lentz, your current Miss Southwest Michigan. Welcome to episode 14. We are with Miss Allison Harrison today. She is the current Miss Gold Coast representing the Chicagoland area. As a singer, financial analyst, dog mom, and dedicated mental health advocate, the Miss America organization has given Allison a stepping stone to make a greater impact on her local communities while earning thousands towards her educational aspirations of obtaining her MBA. Want to learn more about Allison's social impact? Check out at No Science, No Stigma, and that is K-N-O-W, No Science, and then N-O Stigma on Instagram to learn more. I don't want to give away too much of the episode because we do talk about this. However, I did just want to touch on the fact that Allison and I do know each other personally. A lot of these women either reach out to me or I reach out to them and this is our first time interacting is on the podcast. However, that's not the case for Allison and I. We competed a couple years, I think two or three at Miss Michigan together, and then she moved to Illinois and won her current title that she still holds. But news to me, she ended up moving to Colorado recently and is planning on competing there as well, which you'll hear her talk about. So she has will have, as of June of 2022, when she goes to Miss Colorado, competed in three states. And we were trying to figure out if anyone has ever done that before. It was not intentional by any means. Um, she thought she was done, but, you know, with the age restriction being lifted, now she is going to be competing once more in Colorado. So... Just a really fascinating little tidbit there. <laughs> but uh, without further ado, this is Allison Harrison, Miss Gold Coast of Chicago, Illinois. Hello, <laughs> Allison. Hi, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Just living the dream. Can't complain. So for those who are listening, Allison and I used to compete at Miss Michigan for many, many years together. <laughs> before she ventured over into the Windy City for a little while. This is true. <laughs> so why don't you just go ahead and give your official introduction. You can give us your name, where your last title or current title, you still hold your title, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Your current title and um, how long you've been competing. Yeah. So hi, everyone. My name is Allison Harrison. I am the current Miss Gold Coast representing the Chicagoland area, and I competed at Miss Illinois this past June. Like Shelby said, uh, we've been competing at Michigan, though, for a few years. So I was Miss Danish Festival, my very first title when I was 19 years old. I'm 25 now. Holy <laughs> <laughs> Forgot um, about Danish. I know. It's been a hot minute. Um, I was Miss Midland and Miss Greater Grand Rapids, so it's, it's been a fun journey. Oh my gosh, every single pageant you've had is gone. I know. <laughs> That's so sad. I don't I'm like, oh, I remember that. Post next year either. There is no, so you don't get to crown a new. We're not sure. We're okay. not sure what the title might be Sunset. Who knows? So we'll oh, see. so they might just change the name of the title? Well, last year we had, um, or last year in 2019, we had four women under the same director. Okay. Uh, we had Chicago, Windy City. Gold Coast, which is my title in Cook County. So they might not do all four. Did all of you have teens too? Two of us had teens. So oh we my shared gosh. 
Black <laughs> ladies <laughs> to prep for Miss Illinois. <laughs> I thought that it was, I shouldn't say bad. I should just say hectic enough having, you know, dual crownings in Michigan, but I've never seen a triple and or quadruple crowning. <laughs> it was so much fun though. Cause when you got into the Miss Illinois week, you had your girls and, you know, being new to the Miss Illinois group, uh, it was just nice being able to to have your girls to lean on. What was it like the moment you got crowned at your local? How did that order ended up happening? And were you <laughs> feeling confident or at that point, were you just thinking, no, it's not going to happen. It's not in the cards for me. Well, I just, uh, there was over 20 women competing and it was my first competition in Illinois I was there. It was a snowy day. I was just there to have some fun. I brought suitcases on the buses to get to the competition. I just made it a goal to meet women uh, in the organization and just get familiar with the Miss Illinois gals. And when I won, I went ballistic. (laughs) I was so shocked. Um, It was so much fun. And my directors were even like, that was the funniest and best crowning we've ever seen because I lost it. Were you the first to be announced or were you last? Because then I would have been freaking out. (laughs) I was um, the second girl to be crowned. Yep. That's incredible. Oh my gosh. I'm just trying to picture it. But I do think it's authentic to the fact that no matter how many times you compete, you literally just never know because we always drill it in. I think we probably said this on like umpteen dozen episodes at this point, but different day, <laughs> different judges, different outcome. So just True. because you've had a title at all before, or because you've done well in another state, it's so different. I can imagine going into an entirely different state program. So I, I probably would have been just as geeked. And even when I, you know, right now, this is my sixth title. I still had that moment right before they went to announce. <laughs> and I said, is it, what if I'm first runner up? Like, I don't know. You you just never know. You never know. No, you you never know. And that's kind of what makes it fun because every single woman on the stage is a good fit to be the title holder. And once you get that opportunity, you're just like so blessed. What was it like trying to navigate working your social impact initiative and appearances when COVID hit? Did you do virtual appearances at that point? Yeah, we stuck to mostly virtual appearances and I worked on my communication campaign a lot. Uh, So my communication campaign is no science, no stigma, kind of a play on words there to help folks in the community understand the science behind mental illnesses to eradicate that negative connotation that impacts millions and including myself. Yeah. And I, I know you've done amazing work with it throughout the years that you were competing at, at Michigan. Was there anything that you, um, that you hope to do with it now that COVID is, well, I shouldn't say no longer with us, but you know, things are opening up a bit. Um, Are there things you hope to do with it now? Yeah. So I'm hoping to get into schools and talk about how it's okay to not be okay and to be kind to your mind because suicide is the second leading cause of death for our adolescents, which is a huge, huge number um, that we can work towards and getting into those schools uh, and, and sharing that with the students is very key. Especially in these times, even before COVID, we have two different epidemics going on, COVID, but also social media. And uh, you and I are, you know, roughly the same age. So when we were growing up, there was Facebook, 
But really, Instagram didn't take place until I was a sophomore in high school. And I thought it was literally just a photo editing app. I I downloaded it so I could edit (laughs) terrible photo edits that I would post to my Facebook feed when I was 12 and had Facebook. And when it said, do you want to share with your friends? I went, what is this? What does it mean? So it didn't even dawn on me until about a year into having Instagram what it was. But it has just grown into something so different in the past, you know, decade. And obviously you can use it for good. We're using it for good right now because these clips go out on Instagram. However, (laughs) it is hard when you're a young adolescent, male or female, but especially female. And you're looking at all of these beautiful people who seem to have perfect lives. And whether you realize it or not, that does have an effect on your mental health and how you view yourself, how you look at yourself in the mirror. And I was actually just having this conversation with my mom because my youngest sister is 13 and my mom's really struggling. My mom is also works with high school kids, used to be a teacher. And now she's a vice principal, but she's still struggling with how do I have a fine line between letting her be a teenager and having social media and being like the other kids, but also being able to make sure that I take those right steps to ensure that she's not feeling these emotions that she doesn't even understand could be possible at this point. Um, it's, it's a lot. It makes me a little bit fearful to have kids because God only knows what's <laughs> going to be out by that point. <laughs> well, I can imagine growing up with things like Snapchat filters. Like those don't even just put makeup on you. They, they change the shape of your face to be quote unquote perfect uh, or the idea, the society's idea of what perfection looks like. So these young, young women or even young men just putting them on. Oh my goodness. I can't even imagine growing up with that. Or even TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) As much as I have an addiction to it slightly, you know, during the pandemic, I broke down and got it, but same thing, everything just goes out there and man, I I know that with COVID, a lot of people have struggled with their mental health, being stuck inside, not being able to see one another. So in a not so short version of me getting to my point, I think what you're doing is very valuable and something that we need at a young age, but that also as women who are in their young mid twenties, we still need that message and I'll probably need it until the day I die. (laughs) This is true. It's always okay to take care of your mind and take breaks and, and really reflect on like, how is my mental health today? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What about your talents? I know what you do, but share with the folks at home what your talent is and what you you performed this past year at your state competition. Absolutely. So I am a vocal performer. So I lean on more opera or musical theater-esque performances, uh, things like Don't Rain on My Parade, um, Burn from the musical Hamilton, and some other renditions. But this past uh, competition at Miss Illinois, I uh, I did something kind of new. So I wanted to show off two sides of my personality and two different singing styles. So I started off with a uh, proper opera, uh, the doll song, to show off more the serious tone of myself, the um, operatic piece that I can perform. And then halfway through the song, uh, the music changed. I said, tech, this is the wrong song. What are you doing? Um, and then it transformed into um, Paradise City uh, by Guns and Sorry. <laughs> so it was super fun to show off more of the lighthearted side of myself, the rock and roll edgy side. Uh, but it was really, really fun. So at the end of the day, it was well, probably one of my favorite performances. 
I can just imagine it. I wish I had video of it to watch. I can send you a video. <laughs> Beautiful. I, I, I actually, I can imagine you doing it and I just can see both sides of you. This beautiful, eloquent young lady. And then, hey, I'm here to have fun. This is my time. It's been two years. I've waited to get on this stage. I'm here to rock. And <laughs> I see if I was a judge, I would have appreciated it just because, uh, you know, as people who are really into music, there's so many facets of music and different genres that uh, play into different emotions. So some days I'm listening to musical theater. Some days I'm listening to emo pop rock. Some days I'm listening <laughs> to high school musical. Uh, <laughs> some days I'm listening to Jolene and Dolly Parton or Nirvana. It literally is an array of music. So that just encompasses how, how my musical <laughs> taste really is. Cause there is no taste. It's just everything. Yeah, whatever makes you feel it's a good song. Yes. Yeah. I love that. Whatever makes you feel, which is just music. So I don't discriminate when it comes to music. I'll listen to anything. <laughs> Good. Uh, man. <laughs> uh, what would you say is the biggest difference, even if it's just production or how the week ran between being at Miss Michigan week and then being at Miss Illinois week? Yeah. Well, I'd say the group of women you're around is a little bit different, um, but all you know, strong, powerful women. And so I'm very, very blessed to have that within two states now, uh, kind of my, my pageant network, if you will. A few things that were different, though, is one thing that completely caught me off guard and no one told me about was ramp gowns. So um, at the end of the show, everyone will have you go in your evening gowns to present the, the awards. You don't hop back into your opening number outfit like Michigan would. Oh. So um, half of the women have already shown their evening gowns. So it was very exciting. They got to showcase it. Um, again, I didn't have a ramp gown and I didn't want to show off my evening gown for the next night. So I wore my talent costume again. I was oh like, my- we're not messing with this. So that was definitely different. I did not expect that. Definitely like a, wait a second, what's going on? This was just an entirely separate gown from their actual competition gown. Yeah. So most women brought two evening gowns. They called it their ramp gown. And some actually for the final night, the uh, top 10, they switched their gowns. They wore a completely different gown than what they did for preliminaries, kind of like that Miss USA system. So completely caught me off guard of, you're supposed to bring two. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bringing two for competition. That would have thrown me off. <laughs> Just yeah, a little did bit. Not know that, <laughs> which is okay. It all worked out in the end. Oh my gosh. And yeah. um, there is now an age bump to 26. So are you going to be competing again? I will be. I am eligible for one more year, which honestly, I feel so blessed that um, this happened. I actually just moved to Colorado, so I will be a three-time state pageant gal. <laughs> How many women can say that? No, I'm honestly curious. I don't know. I <laughs> Do you hold a world record? <laughs> Miss America record? Number of pageants. <laughs> No, but I'm very blessed. So that will be this upcoming June. Uh, so check me on the Miss Colorado stage. Uh, that's so exciting. What do you love most about Colorado? Because I've never been. And from what I can see, it just, it looks breathtaking. It is. It's, it's called the Colorful Colorado. Uh, and it, 
truly lives up to its name. Um, like you'll be driving on the highway and you just see the most gorgeous view of dark blue mountains with a sunset and it looks fake. Like it truly looks fake. It, like a sticker is almost placed there with these pretty mountains. Um, so that's probably one of my, my favorite pieces is just the, the beautiful nature and being able to go into nature very easily. Have you found that being closer to nature compared to being in the city has been better for your mental health? 100%. Yeah, I'm a big, big advocate for getting outside. And, you know, even when you're having a stressful week, and just being able to go into the mountains and, you know, kind of get that exercise and the beautiful views. Um, and I take my dog, Princess Anna, on all the walks. So <laughs> she loves it. And, you know, spending time with her is important. So definitely been helping my mental health. And how does she like Colorado? Oh, she loves it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> this little dog. She's a Yorkie, like a little rat dog. <laughs> a rat dog. <laughs> oh, uh, she's a rat dog. It's okay. <laughs> she knows. She climbed a mountain and we went on a three mile hike. She's six pounds and she did it all uphill. Like she crushed it. So she's loving color. <laughs> did she fall asleep as soon as she got home? <laughs> oh, she, she was a big napper after she got home drank like so much water and just crashed <laughs> oh my gosh gosh we don't deserve dogs we really don't because I just feel yeah. like if I were moving across the country to a different state by myself my dogs would literally be my rock <laughs> that whole process. Yeah. Yeah, she's everything to me I've had her since I was 17 so basically at the start of my pageant career career if you want to call it mm -hmm. uh is when I had Anna so it's been a lot of good things that's so exciting. Uh, I know I really want to come to Colorado. I say this to everyone I talk to, but I actually always have wanted to come to Colorado and I have family there. So I don't know why I never have, but I guess just life and me making excuses and not just pulling the trigger, but it'll happen. I have a second bedroom. <laughs> you can stay whenever you want. <laughs> uh, I would love to come watch you, but watch it be the same weekend as Miss Michigan. I don't want to I think it's the week before. It was last year, but that might be a lot of stress flying to another state the week before. Oh, that is true. Well, do they live stream? Do you know? I think most right. states do now because of post, you know, in a post COVID world, whenever that actually becomes official, but you know, post 2020 COVID, it is slightly different than it was, you know, a year ago, if that makes any sense. Oh, absolutely. I, I can check. I'll check for you. <laughs> I would love that. Have you had a specific moment as being a title holder or just like, how has being a title holder shaped you? And is there one moment or appearance that sticks out to you? Yeah. Well, pageantry really gave me so much in my life. Like it gave me more confidence, public speaking, interviewing abilities. Um, it actually allowed me to get my job. So being able to tell stories um, mm -hmm. about volunteering, community service, getting over hurdles, organizing events, that, that really led to me helping get my job. So I owe a lot to the Miss America organization. But I think one of the biggest things that I'm most proud of, of being a title holder is actually making history at Illinois. Uh, so for Miss Illinois, I was the first openly gay contestant that they've ever had, um, which I'm very blessed to do. Um, because even post that, I've had, had women come out to me. Um, and it's important to have representation in these spaces. Um, so not in Michigan, but in Illinois. I was the first openly gay contestant. I'm proud of you. Thank you. <laughs>
No, seriously, I love you so much. And I love you. <laughs> that's what it that's what it's about, though, is just being authentic to yourself. And in the process, you inspire people with your story and with your authenticity. And sometimes you don't know it in the moment, but they'll come out of the woodworks and tell you days, weeks, months, years later, hey, what you did in that moment changed the trajectory of my life because now I know that I'm not alone. And so I'm proud of you. Thank you. It took a a long time to be able to say and to be able to be comfortable um, being so public because, you know, I've known I was gay since sixth grade, but um, it took me until I was 24 years old to tell the world. So I just want to give you a hug over the the Zoom. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Allison, I I literally do miss you so much. I can just feel your energy across this camera. But I do have to ask you one final question, and it is kind of a big one. But how would you say Miss America today is still relevant? And what would you say to another young girl who's thinking about competing? Absolutely. So it is still relevant because it teaches women the skills um, that they need to succeed. So being able to connect with a group of individuals, being able to have an interview like this, you're going to have job interviews someday, um, learning how to impact your community, say, I want to do this. How are you going to go do it? Um, But Miss America can still do better. And I want to call that out. Um, We can be better at representing all women not just the women that we see every day. So how can we get more women of color into the organization? Women with diverse body types, trans women. These are not, um, I think, adequately represented and we can be better as an organization. So if you are thinking about competing, I would just say, don't let yourself be the person to say no. Mm. Like, don't say no. Oh, I'm not smart enough, not pretty enough, not X, Y, Z, not enough. You are enough, but let someone else decide your future. Don't, don't stop yourself first. So take the leap of faith. And if you fail, fail forward, do it again. Uh, and if you ever need anything, just give me a holler. Oh, and she really means that she, if you give sure. her a holler, this girl's <laughs> incredible as you can hear, as you can see. But yeah, I, I agree with that. If you let yourself I think a lot of us are, are fearful of failure. We see it as a negative and sometimes it is, but if you are able to pull out a learning opportunity from it, which hopefully every time you fail, you are failing forward, just like you said. So we think in order to be perfect, we don't want to put ourselves in situations where we could fail and have others witness it. Obviously, most people who are listening or watch competitions, they go, oh my gosh, I never want to get on a stage. I don't want to perform. I don't want to do an interview. I don't want to answer a potential political question on stage, but you'll never have the opportunity to see your full potential if you don't even give yourself the chance to try. Exactly. Exactly. You just got to give it a shot. Yeah. <laughs> Allison, you are amazing. You're beautiful. I'm so happy I get to see your face virtually. Oh my goodness gracious. I miss you. <laughs> I miss you too. I'm so excited for you. I'm going to be rooting for you and I will let you know if I can come to Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to The Crown IRL. Follow us on socials at The Crown IRL and be sure to tag us in your stories. You can follow me at Shelby underscore Lentz or at Miss Southwest Michigan. See you in the next one.